everyone and welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Yasmin from Aloha Social Marketing. Yasmin is a social media manager specialising in social media management and coaching. And today we're going to be talking all about social media and travel by playing a Would You Rather Travel Edition and doing a and a So Yasmin, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, how are you doing? Well, thanks so much for having me. What a, what a lovely thing to be part of right now. Um, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I, I, I said to someone today, I was like, I'm not burnt out, but I'm not stressed. I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I don't know where that is. Yeah. No, <laughs> me yeah. too. That's just sweeping across the whole world right now. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's in this sort of like heading towards Christmas, like you're trying to look forward to Christmas, but there's all these restrictions and the new tier system came out yesterday and each city's in a different tier and it's all just a bit yeah don't know how to what to make of it all but I think just sort of getting on yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so like I said we're going to do a would you rather travel edition and then we'll get into a QA and a to find out more about your job and social media and all the management and coaching that you do so we'll start off with a would you rather so the first one is would you rather travel on a budget for a year or travel in luxury for one month Oh, hands down, travel on budget for a year. Yeah. Um, I just feel like you get to see so many more things mm-hmm. that way. And I believe there's always a time and a place for luxury. But yeah. if I had the choice, it would 100% be a year of seeing things, living like the locals do, seeing what the locals see, um, and just making, I think you make really good relationships that way too with locals yeah. as well. Definitely. Yeah. I 100% agree. I It's a no-brainer for me. Travel on a budget yeah. for a year. Having the opportunity to travel for a yeah. year, I can't yeah. turn that down. Budget or not, like, can't turn that down. If I've got my phone, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> as long as I can afford that, then, yeah. like, you know, my, so I can, I've got data on my phone everywhere yeah. to document it, then yeah. <laughs> then we're all good. We're all good. Okay, yeah. the next one is, would you rather be fluent in all languages and never be able to travel or be able to travel anywhere but never be able to learn a word of a different language? Oh, that's so hard. Tough one. I, I think the second one, though. Yeah. Uh, and I tell you why. I think it's because um, with tone of voice and we've learned to sort of be able Hand to... Hand gestures and... Yeah. Hand. Yeah. yeah communicate to each other mm-hmm. um or i just learn to lip read that's fine yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll learn to lip read in the other language or, yeah I don't know. <laughs> well it depends does google translate exist in oh this scenario? that's true <laughs> i didn't even think about that that's a very valid okay. point yeah thinking outside the box thinking outside the box Oh, I just, it's, it's such a difficult one i mean i'm studying spanish i do yeah. history in spanish at uni so it'd be wrong for me to say to not speak languages but i love travel too much so I'd have to be prepared to, uh, yeah. yeah, to I travel mean, or not. It's a lesson, right? Just, just in case the situation happens, learn a language. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, the next one is, um, but I mean, both options aren't ideal, but would you rather be left behind in the wilderness on an African safari or be left behind in the water after a scuba diving trip? Oh, God, definitely, Af- like, the African plains. Like, yeah. Uh, what like although I love the ocean and obviously I'll explain a bit about my branding because it's all kind of ocean based and I'm a yeah. self-confessed wave enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> which is what I think there's no one else has come up with that yet. But I am a wave enthusiast. But it also scares the hell out of me. I mm-hmm. find ocean is such a powerful thing. I was like, being left in the middle of it, no thanks. No. I like to look at it. And <laughs> yeah. But no, definitely, you know, it's like those movies, open water and castle, I'm just like, that looks like my worst nightmare. Yeah. For me, and in a pit of lions, I'll handle it. It's fine. <laughs> so definitely Africa. Definitely the Africa safari, yeah. Tough yeah, one. I, I would probably say the safari as well, like to stay. Me I mean, too. I'd rather okay. be on land rather than in the water. Um, yeah, you can at least run. If you can run away, whereas it's, I don't know, <laughs> like... And I just, in the question, I guess I don't say for how long, so you just don't know for how long. So I guess I'd probably rather be on land because I think I could probably survive longer (laughs) than in the water. It's a survival thought, isn't it? Because if you're in the water, you know you're going to get exhausted. Yeah. Or, you know, the exhaustion will just take over your body in a matter of time. Yeah. So at least you've got a bit more of a fighting chance. Yeah. So on land it is, yeah. Like I said, both not ideal. Hopefully never have to come across any of those situations. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be on the news next year when we all finally <laughs> travel. <laughs> we can travel, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, the next one is, 
Would you rather be able to teleport to places you've already been or only be able to teleport to places you've never been before? Hmm, good question. Tough one. I would say I'd like to teleport to different places. Yeah. Um, to keep things a bit interesting. I'm pretty sure if I teleported to my hometown all the time or, you know, to Portsmouth, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be that pleased. Yeah. So I think <laughs> or Southampton or somewhere. Yeah. Knowing my luck, that's where I'll get teleported to. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I would definitely go somewhere different every time. Yeah. Every time. I, I want to see as much of the world as possible in my short life than, you know, well, in our short lives, as much as possible while yeah. it's still there. Yeah. So, yeah. Defo. I, I agree. I really want to hit, like, I, I, I don't know, I sort of say 50 countries, 50 or 60 countries by the time I'm 30. So I'm, I'm almost yeah. 21, so I've got about nine years to hit I've currently yeah. at 31 countries, so I want to double it in about by and 30. So in that way, no, definitely... you know, I hope so. I hope I can sort of, yeah, post-pandemic, hopefully I can sort of yeah. get travelling again and tick off some of those countries and sort of, yeah. Maybe you can add... get sponsored by EasyJet. Yes, <laughs> that would be okay. the dream. <laughs> that would be the dream. Just like pay me to fly around the world. Yeah. And like, so I'm trying to hit a certain amount of countries by the time I'm 30. Can you help me out? Can you help me out? You never know. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would be, <laughs> be a dream. It would be a dream. Right to Richard, he might be well into it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You know, it's been a tough year for everyone. You know, been in a pandemic. Yeah. He might be feeling generous. You never know. But yeah, okay. that's <laughs> that's my that's my dream is to, uh, yeah, to hit 50 or 60 countries. So I'd have to Brilliant. say go to places I've never been before in order for me to hit my... Uh, my target um okay the last one is uh would you rather be stuck on a seven hour delay or turn up at the airport and realize your flight is tomorrow mm. i i do quite like in a secret way i quite like the delay well it depends obviously where you're delayed whether you're yeah. in the other country or home yeah but quite like the delay because there's always like a, an airport cafe and i love food and i love drink and coffee yeah and any excuse to have as much of that as possible mm-hmm. right um, and also probably could catch up on me, me TV programs. Yeah, like exactly. Netflix. Yeah. I just catch up yeah. on movies. Yeah, no, that's what I'd do as well. I quite enjoy being in airports. I don't know. I like shop, bit of shopping. Like yeah, exactly. bit of browsing. Yeah, bit of shopping, bit of browsing, have something to eat, have a drink, like chill. I mean, seven hours is a long time. So ideally not seven hours, but I don't really mind a delay that much. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, well I have been delayed I've had the worst nightmare and the worst experience when it comes to delays and mm-hmm. cancellations and that was trying to get to Borneo I mean oh my goodness let me put it out there never try and go to Borneo ever. <laughs> it's like trying to go to the moon I swear and we lost our well, well we didn't lose our luggage the airline on that delay yeah um and it was a complete cancellation of like a, and because there was like we took five different plane flights to get to Borneo in a space of three days oh my goodness and the yeah and the first nag was at Amsterdam and we were supposed to go Amsterdam to Jakarta and uh yeah I think it was a it was a 12 hour delay in an, in an Amsterdam airport now luckily Amsterdam airport is amazing they have oh massage chairs goodness. they had it all going on like internet and all that yeah but had it been the others and the other side we were delayed and there was just nothing there like it was a shack airport yeah. so we've we've had the worst experience going to Borneo and I like I said just don't do it to yourself yeah god that sounds <laughs> awful like that's just so yeah, we so. have to buy extra tickets because we missed a flight but they don't tell you when the flight is and where to go and yeah. no one speaks the same language there at all no one speaks English because they they don't get tourists down that side of the yeah world. Borneo is just apart from the orangutans that's what we went there to do was to do a volunteer experience um, for two weeks there but they no one really has any like a, ability to speak English yeah which I'm not complaining about but it when it came to the to the flight situation that was a bit of an issue bit tricky. Trying to Google translate to each other it wasn't yeah. working oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, that does sound a like nightmare. a bit of a nightmare yeah oh yeah there were, it was it was a nightmare from the get-go I just said to my mum I think she was cursed because I was traveling with her because every time I go away with her something happens something like and oh, really? I'm like, I'm not traveling with you anymore because oh, you're like, yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. oh, it, was it was a very eventful, and we had oh, basically we had the same same outfit for about 
uh, four days because we were also stopping oh somewhere in Labambajo in Indonesia, mm -hmm. tiny little island to do the Komodo Dragon Island. Uh-huh, yeah. And we literally, I mean, and it's kind of a Muslim country. A lot of people don't know that. Like, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So we only had our flight gear. It was like 45 degrees. I was in jogging bottoms, you know, sports bra, like yeah. same pack.
I don't know if I can make enough money to be honest right now. But then I took the big leap of faith um, and I put my heart and soul into it and it just started growing. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I just had enough to get me by a couple of months, which was all I needed for, for the clients to start coming in or to, you know, to then say, oh, it's time to go back to job. But I did move. I made the big change from moving from London back to my hometown because yeah. it was cheaper. And I, my health was just, my other side of my health, I got chronic asthma. I was living next to uh, an airport and the M4 and the train station. Oh, my goodness. So the, doctor, the doctor basically just said, yeah, your lungs are like a 70-year-old smoker. So he's like, you need to go. And so I did. And I just decided, okay, bye-bye, London life. Time to go back to the seaside. And with that, yeah, I've just been so much happier and healthier as a person. So that's how it all began. <laughs> Sorry, it was a really long No, story. it's so interesting. But, it's really interesting to hear, like, the journey to where you are now. Like, yeah. it's, you know, been well, ups and downs and decisions and changes. And, you know, it's interesting. It's super interesting. It is like the butterfly effect. Everything you do, everyone you meet, and everything that happens. I believe, I've always believed um, that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I believe I've met the people in my life, whether they've come and gone. Mm -hmm. I believe that's always been for a reason. And those in my life are also for a reason. Um, and vice versa as well. So I've always had a bit of a holistic approach to everything that I've done. You know, put your heart and soul into it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Um, and my backup plan was always to go back to being employed. So I was like, <laughs> you know, fine. I had a bit of time, tried to make a business, but touch wood here we are in um you know in November and I'm going strong in terms of what I can do as one person anyway with you know one brain and two hands yeah amazing yeah. and what would you say now are your aspirations for your job you know short and long-term goals for what you're doing so definitely I want to bring on more people to work with me mm -hmm. but I want outsource I want to encourage the freelancer market and help that grow yeah um that well that whole um industry because there's a whole I, I, just, I just think outsourcing is the way forward for freelancers like myself yeah like I would even hire my own social media to do my socials because then I can focus on my clients yeah um 1000 percent but I'm not quite there yet but um that would be a huge one is to have a team of people to bounce off and bounce creative ideas and mm -hmm. I, I do that's the one thing I probably do miss um is the fact I've got no one with me to be like oh you know have you thought about that or you know just someone to bounce energy off I yeah. believe that's so important um so that would that's a huge goal and I do want like when I started Aloha I didn't start it as Yasmin I started it as Aloha so it has the potential to be in um an agency but maybe a, mm -hmm. a new age of agency so yeah. not this a statistical um a standard kind of agency where you've got a people um, or you've got that professional screen there and then mm -hmm. there's people I want to always be the, the person there yeah. um, and it's probably why I haven't branched out in terms of clients so much because I don't want that quality to go down yet I want it to say well not yet but I don't want to grow I'm not ready to grow so I will get there but I'm trying to keep in my lane yeah <laughs> and not go too fast before you know because it's so delicate when it's your own baby it's it's very delicate and I do, I, obviously, I know that it's all about how much effort you put into it, but not putting too much effort into it in a weird way, you know, yeah. you have to redeem yourself back, because mm -hmm. I was, I, when I first started it, I mean, I got so stressed out, I was just setting everything up from mailing lists, to doing my own website, everything, and I realised, oh my god, I'm burning out already, so I slowed down again, things happen in time, mm -hmm. as long as you're doing what you can, then you'll get to that long-term aspiration and that long-term goal. In terms of challenges, you, I mean, you briefly just mentioned there, but are there any challenges that you've had to overcome while starting your business? Yeah, I think a lot of confidence. I'm not, a com I'm actually not a confident person at all. Like, a lot of people are like, really? I'm really not. Inside, I'm such a, like, I've always been that shy little girl inside. I'm shy. Um, but also, I've always had a struggle with self-worth. Always. I'm a people pleaser. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> it comes with a bit of a curse. So when you're a people pleaser, you aren't satisfied until the people around you are satisfied. So and, and that's good. But when it comes to being a bit of a boss babe, you know, as they say nowadays, I like to follow the women who are a bit more headstrong and ballsy because I need a bit of that. Mm -hmm. So 
I would say that's definitely probably um, a challenge of mine is just to be the manager, be the CEO and be the colleague and, and everything in between as one person when I already struggle with my own demons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a big challenge and doing it all yourself. It's very hard. <laughs> There's not enough hours in the day. Yeah. It, I mean, at yeah. what scale is your business now? Like, you know, at so, what are you, are you happy with the scale? Like you're saying you, you don't feel like yeah. you're at a stage of, wanting big big growth at the moment you're happy with where it's at is that you know is that correct are you sort of I am happy where yeah. it's at but I always want to grow yeah always. for sure of course I, yeah 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 like I I'm not happy when things are just uh, like at a standstill although yeah. I know it's good to be and it's healthy to be there sometimes yeah I'm like in my head I'm like right uh things need to be happening here and as soon as things stop happening that's when I get worried so yeah. um I've learned to just be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normal. And especially yeah. at this time of year, with this kind of year, it's just been, <coughs> excuse me, not the right time to really yeah. build it so much at this point. I do believe January will be a really good month. But at the moment, I am at, I'm one monthly client away from capacity. So I know what my limit is, yeah. but then when that's at capacity, I still need to make other forms of income because otherwise it's still not enough. Yeah. So I do um, the coaching side, which is flexible, affordable, virtual one-to-one coaching, where we do the social media management together mm-hmm. in our sessions um, with what we yeah, with the time we have and we get content planning done. But I also do like Google my business training. I do Facebook training, Instagram training. So yeah. Um, We've got a few people who really enjoy that and that just means when I'm at capacity at least I have something else to go to yeah um and keep them keep it all rolling and not even just money to be honest with you I'm not actually about although I should be and everyone's going to tell me off uh, I'm not always about the money and I actually really struggled and that's probably a challenge to charge people yeah <laughs> as silly as that sounds as a people please I'm like no don't worry it's fine no, yeah. no this is your living you need, you need yeah. to charge people okay yeah right. um so that that actually in itself was a huge challenge um but now yeah and I'm creating new forms of services every every month something there's an idea that I can either merge in with what I've already got or create a new thing and I came up with the other day is um pay per post mm-hmm. yeah so that people can pay if they have a specific message they want to communicate whether it's a you know an ad campaign or mm-hmm. a competition yeah they want help just putting that whole thing together from the design template all the way through to the hashtags and the caption then that's also now um, an accessible service amazing yeah yeah so good so, to be constantly thinking of ideas to grow the business like growing the business I guess isn't necessarily just getting more clients but it's like you said coming up with more ideas that lead you on yeah. to different avenues that will lead you on to people connections all of it. I feel like when that you know? stops, there's something wrong. Yeah. Like you need to always be forward thinking and thinking, oh, what if I got so bit that there's always something that you can turn to yeah. so that you're hitting a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something I always have in my head. Have, definitely. And what top tips would you give to someone looking to grow their social media platform? So if you could sort of say three top yeah. tips, you know, bits okay. of advice to grow social media. Definitely. So I would say... Um, in this we're entering an era of what we call authentic marketing mm-hmm. um, and honest marketing yeah um so just be yourself on social media the beauty of being a startup or a small business or or even a medium-sized business is that you have the power to lower that tone of voice and speak to people whereas you know let's say brands like asos they can but they've already set the bar very high and they set the tone mm-hmm. and they've done it for years but whereas if it was just starting out or looking to grow it Go back a few steps and go back to basics. Go back to understanding what your audience needs. Look at your insights. What yeah. are they reacting to most? Because um, you can't talk to all your followers, but you can take a little look behind the scenes at what they like the most and analyze that. Um, so that's tip number one. So just be yourself, be authentic. Yeah. Um, show people behind the scenes of your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another tip would be, there's so many, um, <laughs> do review your social media every sort of one to three months yeah a bit like would every now and then look at your website make sure everything reads okay Revalue your social media is it still relevant is the way that you're posting up to date is it is it in line with your industry 
um, that's a that's a huge one. Even things like looking back on your highlights mm-hmm. and making sure some of them are still relevant. Some people forget that they're even there. But yeah. people do look at them. They use them like a, a website menu. So it's always good to re to revisit that and make sure they're all up to date. Um, and then tip number three would be definitely engage with people. So gone are the days where we just had to post, 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 post to get our message out there. Now, if you do that, people tend to switch off, especially if they don't really know you yet. Yeah. Mainly, they follow you in your, like I said, your ASOS. I'm just using them because they come to my mind because I bought something from them today. Yeah. But, <laughs> so if it, you know, if there's someone like that, they've followed them, they like their products. But if yeah. you're a startup or a, or a smaller business, they won't necessarily know who you are. So if they get bombarded, it's like being spammed on an email. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's post every other day. Like that's a really good way to space it out. Yeah. Um, but, oh, what was my tip again? I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> well that. I was getting well into my own explanation. Um, that's it. So it's so important to engage with other people. Yeah. Make sure you comment. Spend that in that day you're not posting. Put some time aside to engage with other people. Mm-hmm. Comment, like their posts, and really, un- and really read their messages. Yeah, because I tell you, those that do that will be so much far, like so much further ahead in the social marketing than those that don't. Yeah, that's what I've really learned over the last sort of, I guess yeah. I, I started in June. Well, I started on Global Three Hundred and Sixty in June. So over the last sort of, I guess five six months, um, that engagement is so important, so important. Yeah. Leaving a nice comment on other people's photos and sending yeah. a DM, trying to connect, like the. The amount of connections I've got in the short space of time blows my mind. Honestly, it, it, it blows it's my mind. What you do in person, yeah, isn't it? It's crazy. I've got more, I laugh. I said I've got more virtual friends than I do physical friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's 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 the world we live in now, right? Like that's good or bad. So people will see it in different ways, good or bad. It Absolutely. is the way we live in, and we have to sort of adapt ourselves to that because this is our world right social media is a massive part of our day-to-day lives and the connections I've managed to have or the people I've managed to connect with over these last sort of five months have just been amazing it's led me on to different people and different opportunities and different things and it's just amazing and that's the power of engaging with people and just leaving a nice comment or sending a nice dm it's as simple as that who doesn't like a nice comment on their post? Exactly. I mean, I, it warms my heart when someone's taken the time, even if they've just done it in passing, I'm like, love that. Yeah. It really is the world. And it and it helps your visibility on Instagram because it tells Instagram you are an active user. Yeah. So it will keep putting you in the in front of the right people. Yeah. Um, because like, well, this person's really active. Let's kind of incentivize them. Yeah. You know, it, there is a bit of an incentive system, I think, that goes on behind the scenes. So I don't think that they they make that known but I think there is yeah like a system um in the bot that is behind Instagram, Instagram. but you've done so incredibly well and you're an exact like ex- perfect example um of how you can if you really focus and nurture it and nurture the people that you are connected with look at where you are now you've got such a fantastic network of people to to center around yeah. it's brilliant. thank you no I, I really appreciate it I have tried so hard to do that that's been my main alongside posting and writing blogs and doing podcasts that connection with people is what I've really tried to focus my energy on with One Glow 360 and it's just been amazing like I did you know the fundraising event a few weeks ago and I got some incredible people I mean everyone was incredible everyone had a story to tell everyone got so stuck in involved we raised I think it was almost 300 pounds for charity which is just just from a live, you know, just from a live, like, have to go there. <laughs> yeah, just this is using social media and, you know, we're in, we're all in lockdown. So obviously like social media is a fantastic tool to use in lockdown because it's all this virtual connection and all, you know, I just thought let's do a fundraising event. I wanted to raise awareness. I wanted to raise some money. It's been a tough time for the world. Um, and I managed to get these amazing group of people together and to chat for me for 15 minutes at a time and it was just incredible it it was I was so overwhelmed afterwards because I just couldn't believe I'd created that I'd organized that it'd be so proud thank you that's an example for others to follow um and you're sort of becoming a bit of a thought leader in your own industry which is amazing thank you I yeah I just I want to get involved in as many of those things as possible I love I just love it and I think social media is such an important tool for it so you know so important 
I, a great analogy, like you said before, some people have different views of social media and yeah. I completely get it. I was there once myself. I even say and argue with my own self that I probably would go off social media if I didn't need it for business. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but I describe it with everything like change, like a brick wall in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So if you, if it's there the, and you're the wave, if you hit that brick wall, you're just going to go back and you're going to go keep going back yeah. and back and around. But if you, if it's not there, you're going with the tide, you, mm-hmm. you're going places, you're, 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 you're changing. And that's, that's um, sort of what I use to explain. Yeah. Change. Change. Yeah. <laughs> and how you can either embrace change mm-hmm. or go against it. Go against that's it. That's what happens. And what, what would you say is your most enjoyable part of your job? Being creative. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'm uh-huh. creative to the core. Um, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean every day I'm literally coming up with amazing ideas and captions. No, I get burnout. Like, I call it uh, creative block. Yeah. Uh, creative burnout. I do get that from mm-hmm. time to time. It does happen. I'm not a robot. I don't <laughs> churn out slogans and captions. Yeah. I do get days where I have to work quite hard at getting into that, you know. But I usually go on Pinterest if that happens. Mm-hmm. And I just get inspired. Yeah. Um, or I just, like, listen to music. Or I just boost my mood. That mm-hmm. tends to help. Um, but, yeah, that... that um, that's what I really enjoy most is just being creative every yeah. day and being my own boss. Yeah. Like I, I realized how much better I am being my own boss than an, an employee. I mean, I'm a great employee, but for my own mental health, being yeah. my own boss is, uh, it's just 10 times better. Yeah. For yeah. I really want to be my own boss as well. Like if I can take, if I can take one globe through 60 far, which yeah. are so, it's so in my aspirations, it would be incredible. I'd be, beyond happy if this was like my job you know or a part-time job or something um yeah. I would love to be my own boss because I just like sort of yeah. coming up with things myself and having like my own creativity and it's my responsibility if something goes wrong it's my responsibility if something goes right it's my responsibility um yeah so that's yeah that's my you, aspiration you are in, oh, you're in charge of your own progress you're yeah. in charge of if you want your business to go further you can do that if yeah. you want it to go stand still that's okay too you mm-hmm. can do that it's yeah. the power um it's, it's just I feel like it's the way forward as mm-hmm. well yeah that's just I think everyone particularly maybe in January with whatever happens with the economy people will see it as a negative mm-hmm. obviously because you know you'll you'll probably be made redundant a lot of people and I've been there myself but out of every negative becomes a positive yeah. out of that situation mm-hmm. and I do think we'll see a birth of really creative and innovative businesses that rely on the world that are propped up by what we need on a daily basis and I'm really excited for it so if someone tells me they're redundant I'm actually excited for them because I'm like you are going to do amazing things I know it yeah you're going to look at what your own skills are what you can do with your two hands and you're just going to nail it so yeah um and, my, and they're like uh sod off like you're yeah. the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> but fine I'll come back to me in a month maybe yeah um it's, you know, it's, been it's trying to see a positive outlook in something that could be perceived as negative like yeah. and that is yeah. massive this year like there's a lot of things that people can see as negatives and yeah. a lot are negative don't get me wrong but there are some things that are negative that can potentially be turned into a positive outlook for change or to do something new like you know or just trust the process yeah trust that that's happened for a reason i'm like yeah i get negative days don't get me wrong i'm me too. i have my bad days we all do we're yeah. all human and i think i embrace that i'm like today is a bad day yeah uh my hands up i'll wait till you know i'll put certain tasks off that i just know i can't do on a certain day like this yeah it's just about reading you yourself and your body but also i trust that that's okay it's normal it is normal. Um, yeah completely yeah and in terms of let's let's go on to a bit of travel now. So I know before we, we sort of came on recorded, you just sort of spoke to me a little bit about your background with travel. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited yeah. to hear what you're going to say. Um, what would you say is your favourite country you've ever visited and why? Now that's really hard. <laughs> Tough question. Um, oh, oh, so many. Um, I would have to say um, Australia though. Yeah. Um, just because it's such a huge island with so m- many different things on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I feel like when I go to Australia, I don't need to go anywhere else in a way because, well, I'm a nature, it depends what you want, but I'm a nature lady. Yeah. My, my, my like vision of going on holiday and paradise, let's say, is being surrounded by nature. Yeah. And Australia just has every All inch of, it. of that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, apart from the Amazon, I've never really been to the Amazon, but like, there will be, there will be other places I want to visit. Yeah. But Australia would be my favorite that I've been to. Mm-hmm. In terms of oceanic wildlife, you know, I did the whale sharks, done, I, I didn't get to do the humpback whales or the um, manta rays, but I would have loved to. But also, you're just, sur- you're just surrounded by nature and it, in all its glory. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, and there's two sides to it. One is a rainforest and the other one is a desert. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Crazy. they offer two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why it'd be my favorite place. Australia. But yeah. if I could go anywhere in the world, it would be Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, I think, like you said, we, we spoke before and I said, my whole business and brand is based all centered around Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, uh, and, and I said, quite funny in a way i've never actually been there i've never mm-hmm. been there but when i go i i want to make it a bit of an aspiration a bit of a running joke in my business that i'm trying to go to hawaii yeah. <laughs> i'm trying i'm saving up the world won't let me because it's locked down but as soon as i can i'm off yeah and i'll document the whole thing because it's everything my business is based on yeah the, the ocean looks awesome I know there's a lot of poverty, but I kind of want to see it as well. I want to go and really dive in. I want to go to the local spots. I want to make friends out there. So it's something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. And in in terms of, you know, speaking from your own experience and the traveling you've done, do you have any advice for people who would love to travel but are being held back by, you know, a lack of self-confidence or like just a fear of traveling? What would you say to them? So I was an absolute mental mess before I went traveling. And I kind of got forced as well. Mm-hmm. The first time, well, not the first time. I lived in Australia for a year, just me and my mom when I was uh, nine years old for a year. So I went to school there, did, did the, like, we lived like, you know, properly out there. And then um, my stepdad is a surgeon. So he got asked when I, luckily when I was 18 to go and work there. And I went with them, but I did my own thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they were always there. It was nice to have a bit of a base. I was quite lucky like that. I had someone there to go to. So like, hey. Um, but I also had a, a, a year at, uh, was it just over a year old brother mm-hmm. at the time? Possible oh. there. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, my advice would be, before, like before that, I was so shy. Mm-hmm. I was shy. Don't put me in a situation. I mean, with people, I'll be polite, but I inside I'd be like cringing and dying inside. Like, yeah. get me out of here. Lots of my confidence was really low. And I just didn't really know who I was before I went there. And I was 18. And then when I went out there, I was kind of forced into jobs that I didn't even know how to do. Yeah. Um, people were really nice. I was entering like a new kind of a new group of people and it was lovely. And and then you couldn't stop me from chatting to people after that. Mm -hmm. I was on a roll and I feel like it changed me as a person. And I didn't even know what I wanted to do at uni, but I applied anyway, because that's just what you did, you know, back then it's just what you do. Yeah. You apply, even though you don't know what the hell you want to do. Um, But now I would probably say, if you don't know what you want to do, go traveling or yeah. see the world or see, just do something. A, it will cost you less, but also you, it, you learn so much more. I felt cause I had the best of both worlds. Yeah. I wish I'd carried on traveling for another two years, to be honest with you. Cause I mm-hmm. want to do it again now, but you know, got work and stuff like that, but yeah. you never know. But that's my advice. Just, just do it. You'll be a changed person. If you suffer from, you know, like I just shyness or, lack of self-confidence it will change you and just know that it will make you a much stronger person yeah I love that brilliant advice it's so good I find it so interesting (laughs) I talk to so many people I ask the same question it's so interesting to see what people say because everyone has sort of a slightly different outlook on it but it draws down to a basically the same answer in that go for it you know it will help you feel more confident you can just look and just see so much of the world and it it makes you a better person because you just I feel like travel is it's the best education that you can you can receive because it's not you can't learn about it in a classroom you can learn geography and you can learn all these things and I did geography a level at school don't get me wrong I loved it but (laughs) yeah it's not until I actually went traveling that I really received the education around the world because it's crazy it's crazy like you just learn so much about different like the diversity in cultures religions even what people eat what people what people wear like the people wear completely different clothing around the world but people don't really understand that until they visit a country all these sort of unique differences you don't see until you travel yeah 
and like share, you know the the things you have to put up with as well you yeah. know when you're backpacking you're sharing a room and the yeah. things you see. I mean you've got stories for life and memories for life there I mean we've all been through hellish experiences I'm sure in a backpack yeah. <laughs> One being New Year's Eve, uh, night, was it 2000 and, uh, and what was it, 2000, 2008, that was it, New Year's, that, that year, I was like, oh, no, terrible New Year's, but, yeah. but <laughs> great story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if I can add as well, just one more tip, a real quick one as well, is actually, um, if you, like, try and do volunteering as well, Yeah. when you go places, find the local sanctuary or, or somewhere that you can take part in a volunteer um project because it really helps your cv as well yeah now that's some not many people tell you but if you get a volunteer experience managing projects or being part of a project that's kind of huge for jobs as well in the yeah. future yeah uh, had i known that as well because a lot of what i wanted to do was conservation but mm-hmm. conservation wasn't that big at that time it, even though that was only about 10 years ago it actually wasn't really a thing yeah as much as it is now um there wasn't that it wasn't as, as sort of um documented or as sort of publicised as it is now. So definitely get involved in projects. Then you, A, you get to see nature, you get to be part of the community and see mm-hmm. things. And yeah. then also you get a bit of experience for the future. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. Love that. Um, yeah. What would you say is on your travel bucket list? So both countries and activities. If you could pick, let's go five countries um, yes. and then talk to me about any activities that you want to do as well. Okay, cool. So uh, Canada, definitely. Yeah. Um, I want to do Hawaii, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to do um, Madagascar. Yeah. Is that country? Just country? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Madagascar, Costa Rica. Yeah, which, awesome. Uh, and the nature places. Um, and I would love to go South Africa. Yeah. I've done, I've, I haven't done Cape Town, but I've done, um, I've done somewhere in a bush school. I volunteered there, but I haven't done yeah. uh, Cape Town. Cape Town. That. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And what sort of activities so you've got your classic scuba diving skydiving bungee jumping are there any yeah. of those you want to do or any sort of different activities yeah I want to swim with humpback whales yeah and it is possible. amazing um, whales I do want to do the whale sharks again mm-hmm. um because I was 18 I don't think I quite appreciated it as much as I would now yeah uh, I would also love every it's basically all the animal stuff so even like seeing the sea lions yeah. in Canada or and the killer whales and mm-hmm. things like that just seeing whales something that big in the ocean just heaven absolute heaven yeah it's sounds amazing sounds yeah. amazing um yeah. okay let's take it back to I've just got we've got three more questions so taking it back to social media now uh yeah. what would you say is your favorite social media platform and why that's quite difficult, actually, for me, believe it or not, because I'm torn between Instagram and Pinterest. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Instagram I love because you can creatively put your brand out there. It's kind yeah. of a virtual window mm-hmm. to, your, to your business. Yeah. But then I love Pinterest because it's positive inspiration. It doesn't cloud your brain when you go on there. And you mm-hmm. can, again, you can just put anything out there about your business and it doesn't have to be salesy. You know, you can just yeah. be an, an outlet for your creativity. Yeah. So yeah, I have, there's a draw there between Instagram and Pinterest. Yeah, I yeah I say my favorite my favorite is Instagram. I tried Pinterest, but I didn't really get it. I was a bit confused by it all at the start. <laughs> so I think I then sort of didn't persevere with it. But I really want to. I think it can it can be amazing for growth of it, business. You know, it, absolutely, and it can be just like again I teach in that as well in Pinterest strategy because believe it, there's a, there's so much to it as well. Yeah, but you know, when you first land there, you're like what is this what's this so many pictures and there's, posts there's and okay. i don't really understand yeah it's <laughs> a lot but i know how how yeah i know how the platform is i know how how important it is to a lot of businesses and instagram pay, you know pages and platforms and all those things i know how important pinterest is it always gets brought up when i see online yeah. or pinterest pinterest so it's one of those ones that i'd love to learn more about i think and sort of explore and sort of see if i can sort of post some things it's and see like- how it goes it's great for sort of like translating blogs into a post format with a link uh-huh. that you can't on Instagram. Yeah. So I've seen, for example, travel a lot of like top tips or top mm-hmm. places you should see. Um, so that's, it's quite a good place for getting website traffic. As yeah. Well. Oh, good. Good to know. I might, I might sort of have a look at that actually. Um, Cause I, I sort of, I, you do a lot, so. yeah. <laughs> like I had, well, I have Instagram as my main social media platform and I sort of, 
at the start when I started Moglo360, I tried with Twitter and Facebook as well, but I just became too overwhelmed. I couldn't manage them all. I couldn't post on all of them and it just was getting a bit messy and I was posting more so on Instagram, but then I'd sort of think, oh, I should have posted that on Facebook. So I'd post it a day later on Facebook and then timelines out of order, you're posting things here, or there, here, there and everywhere. And it just wasn't working. So I was like, no, stick to Instagram. It's yeah. the platform I enjoy the most. I get the most sort of out of it, I think. Um, yeah, immediate engagement as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for me, yeah, for me, Instagram. Um, okay, two more questions. So penultimate one is, can you take us through, people listening at home and for me as well, can you take us through your typical work day and what similarities and differences are there on a day-to-day basis? Oh, I like this. Okay, so I changed my routine because I was getting so stressed mm-hmm. with the workload. Um, yeah. And I knew I had to change something. So um, this happened around May, June time. Yeah. Um, and basically it happened when a new client came on board and they were quite a big, they were like my mid-package uh, client. So um, what I decided to do was, uh, well, I start off in the morning, I wake up about seven. I give myself about an hour to wake up. Bear in mind, I just like shoot out of bed. I get myself yeah. ready the night before. Um, then I do my basic admin and LinkedIn posts in the morning for my clients and myself. And I do what I call like an admin hour. Mm-hmm. So catch up on emails, what yeah. have I missed, messages, like Instagram uh, messages. I try and do that in the morning and the evening. Uh, across, I manage five different platforms. So I um, manage five accounts, both on all of them on three different platforms. Yeah. <laughs> so it gives me a good hour to just go through and make sure I haven't missed anything. Yeah. Um, then I'll tend to do um, a big block. Uh, it does take usually about four hours to do content planning at least. Yeah. That's just for the basic uh, content planning, depending on how much they need. So I do a block of content planning. I do one client per day now. Yeah. Um, because so, that means I can just dedicate a whole day mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Per client, and that's great. I've got five days there, five clients, awesome. And then so I'll spend like the morning doing content planning because I'm usually bright and I'm awake after my admin hour. Yeah. Um, then I have a little like half an hour lunch break where again I just check messages. I'm usually doing something at that time. Mm-hmm. And then the afternoon will be spent um, doing things like blogs um, or ad hoc projects like yeah. coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes on pretty much throughout the week. And then I do try, I never used to, but I try and switch off about half six, seven. Yeah. So I never, I used to be going on to like 10 and then I realized it's just dud. Sometimes it's just dud energy. So yeah. Yeah. So I learned, I was trying to do all my clients, believe it or not, in one or two days. Mm-hmm. And it, and I was getting stressed out with it because I was like, I wanted to get it all over and done with so I can sort of do the rest of the week, all other stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't do that. But I also do SEO and stuff. So those afternoons mm-hmm. are really good for doing website SEO, doing uh, Google My Business Management, because I do that for the clients as well. Yeah. So it's just a lot. There's still space. Um, but that core part of the day, I'm productive. Yeah. So that's what it's like. But yeah, you don't really switch. Like, social media world never sleeps. So no. I feel like when I'm off it for that couple of hours, I'm like, oh my God, I've missed so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing though. Like it doesn't yeah. sleep because no matter no. where you are in the world there will be social media like if no. when we're asleep here in the UK well the rest of the world's awake using it so it's not it's it's constant I never really thought about it like that but it is there's like a 24 hour a day opportunity for social media and I, that can be a positive and a negative because you've got so yeah. much time to grow and to do positive things but also you can get overwhelmed thinking oh I've got all this time let me use it all but actually it doesn't work like that because we have to switch off from it you know yeah it's it's important to and yeah, I've learned that for sure um, it's not healthy to be on it all the time you need a break like yeah. anything you need that break yeah okay let's go on to the last question which I'm going to ask everyone who comes on the on the podcast for this series <laughs> um what are your aspirations for 2021 not even necessarily just to do with your business just everything 2021 sort of goals and aspirations um so I really want my own uh home office like yeah. an actual like shed office and I'm moving uh, hopefully in the next few weeks so mm-hmm. my main goal will be to set up an aloha shed office so that it's always the same backdrop just mm-hmm. like a silly thing like for content yeah. um and a space for me to be productive like I know and also it's somewhere that isn't in your room isn't in your dance in the kitchen or whatever you know yeah. you can actually get away from the office it's so important to be mm-hmm. like like to leave that there yeah and separate it. so I'm looking forward to that because that mentally will be quite good as mm-hmm. well for me and it just helps me kind of reboot um and then obviously going to maybe Hawaii yeah you know, amazing 
I should do like a crowdfunded, like send me to Hawaii. <laughs> Get me to I'll, Hawaii. <laughs> if anyone wants me to go to Hawaii and I'll document the whole thing for you. Um, but yeah, that'd be great to go there. But I quite like having that as my ultimate sort of life goal. Um, and yeah, I guess just getting, having a few more clients on board. Yeah. I want, I want to, I want to really inspire people. So I, I in whatever way it is, whether it's business mm-hmm. or to do, to go with, you know, be more confident on, or to just generally enjoy the social media. My aim is to take the chore out of what social marketing kind of is and the stigma attached to it. Yeah. So I would love to just kind of lead people in the positive way forward and, you know, less spammy and like, you know, these lead generation, I sign up to newsletters thinking this is going to be great. And yeah. I just get bombarded. And I'm like, if I wanted a buy, yeah, like I do <laughs> mine once every week or something like that. But it's like every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like they're really great, obviously, but there's so many of them and I can't keep up. And it's yeah. like, uh-uh. so I think I want to kind of encourage a more organic uh, way forward that doesn't turn people off like that. Yeah. Amazing. For some people, yeah, so. of course. So yeah. My, my approach is different. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's all the questions and sort of everything I have prepared. So thank yeah, you so I'm much. Sorry, I'm, longer than <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's good. It's so good to talk to just, you know, people completely different. Like I spoke to, um, I spoke to a complete different, you know, variety of people today um, in my sort of podcast day of recording. And it's so interesting to hear people's different perspectives on similar things like I'm asking similar questions to people but I get different I get different answers which is amazing like it's it's what you want you want to hear people's different experiences different perspectives different opinions um so thank you so much it will be the podcasts will be up every Friday 6 p.m Spotify and Apple Podcasts. so as soon as I know which week uh yours will be up I will let you know send you all the links and everything but for everyone listening thank you so much and to you Yasmin thank you so much um helpful thank you so much for having me no thank you let me